Slam Radio brings to you Eliminate Your Limits. You can call the show 786-828-7068. You can watch the show live on Periscope at Slam Radio XM. It's now time for Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Kerry on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yes. I get the wave in from Frank. I love it. Also, I'm intimidated beyond belief right now. How do you how do you host a radio show when the goat's in the room? Honestly, it's like you're sh- it's like you're about to shoot a three pointer, and Michael Jordan's in the front row. What do you do? But what you don't what do you know? Do? So Larry the Amigo is here. I see him, handsome, handsome man, the goat of radio, greatest of all time. Everybody else, I don't care what you have to say. Larry's the goat. And now he's listening. A funny story is that Larry kept looking at the camera and away from the camera, but every time he was looking at the camera, I was blowing him kisses because we haven't seen him since like last year. Right. So I'm like, and we see Frank. I was like, what? But every time I did it, he turned his head. So I'm sitting here like blowing he's, kisses. He's blowing kisses right? <laughs> we miss you guys. We do miss you guys. And also welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Liberty Limits with Brian and Carrie on the historic Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Going to be a barn burner. Yeah, it is. I've mapped out a barn burner of a show today. You have. Yeah, you don't know though, because you weren't here this weekend. Just walked in the door about half an hour ago. But don't look at my notes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tease a little bit because I want to ask you about your weekend some. Um here here's the overarching don't look at my notes. She's trying to look at my notes. Look at that. Oh go 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 me in! Go turn me in! Everybody get ready for this. Oh, <laughs> settle down now. <laughs> Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I did, did want to alert you that our some of our first level students are listening to your show right now as part of a classroom exercise. And I know you like to know when that's happening. And mm-hmm. I almost went about my way without telling you, but they are definitely uh, all ears and listening to what you bring to the table today. So I just want to know, other than the uh, millions out there listening, you have a few of our Slam Radio students also listening to your wisdom. And Welcome, you Slam know. students. Yes, uh, mad love for the Slam students. Also, you, you know what? You hear right there. You hear one half of why the amigo is the goat. Listen to that voice. <laughs> I wish you could all see him. That so guy, awesome. the voice, it's just silk. It's so silk, man. I'm so happy to be here. Actually, me as well. Well, listen, for everyone listening and all the uh, the SLAM students listening right now, let me talk directly to you guys. Our show today is about um, how to make it. Oh. How to make it in life, honestly. Exciting. I don't care if what you're trying to do is succeed in school, get into a good college, succeed in sports, succeed in your career. How do you make it? How do you make These it? These are the kinds of topics that... that are generated from emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. okay? That we need to be teaching in schools. Yes. It is such an honor for you and I to sit here every week. We prefer being in studio. Completely. When there's no COVID threat, but that's not here nor there. But it's such an honor to deliver these messages when we know that there are SLAM students listening. Yes. So we're gonna rock it today. We're not gonna rock it like the goat. We're going to try to come in a close second. We're going to come in a second to the goat. But let's talk about your weekend first. Yeah. Tell us where you were. You know, I, first of all, I was just having a conversation with Frank 
Um, I can't say Frank without saying Frank the Tank. He's the Tank. Anyways, yeah. I was um, I was actually downtown Miami all weekend. Now we live just north of Miami, so it's about it's about 25, 20, 25 minutes away. Um, I was downtown Miami for the WBFF Miami show. So that's the World Beauty and Fitness and Fashion mm-hmm. um, competition. Now nice. the competitions have mostly all been canceled this year. It's the stage that I was supposed to step on in April and then June, um, my whole team was competing. And so I was down there supporting my team, but I also, uh, raised my hand as, you know, being, putting myself out there to, to help out and be a part of the experience. So I was down there from Friday to, to this morning. Um, there was some stuff that I was doing that was my team related, but a lot of it was related to being able to support the WBFF our own media agency, relevant media agency that's run by our amazing children yes. um, was down there. It was just amazing from start to finish. I could talk for an hour, but that's where I was this weekend. Well, we don't got an hour. Technically, we have exactly an hour. But we have a, a, a curriculum to fill right. here. So you know what? It's interesting. I, I actually asked you to talk about your weekend for a strategic purpose. Yes. Sorry, Frank was waving and I wasn't sure if he was waving to us. Don't worry. Look at I w- me and Frank, we've got it. You just don't you just don't worry about it. I got the tank. The tank's got me. It's all good. Okay. But I asked you to talk about your weekend because don't look at my notes. I can't see your notes. She's trying to look at my notes. Um, because it actually speaks to one of our three areas. Okay. So this is all about how do you make it in life? How do you succeed? Okay. And these are the three. Yeah, go ahead. Are we talking success in all things? Yes. Okay. Because sometimes you can be specific. Success in all things. And that's actually the way I impressed myself to produce this today. Like, how can I generate three things that are universal? Nice. doesn't matter if you're talking about, you know, again, schooling, (laughs) getting into college, sports, um, excelling in music, uh, certainly in career, building wealth. What are the three things we can whittle this down to and say universally, these are the three things. Mm -hmm. And the reason I asked you to start by telling us about your weekend Mm -hmm. is because one of the three that I have determined. And you know what? Here's an interesting part of the show. Disagree with these if you want to. Okay, these are the three I have determined. The three things that are universal to making it. If you want to add one or subtract one, feel free. But number one for me is circle of influence. Your circle of influence. Okay, who is your immediate, who or what is your immediate influence? Meaning, who are your friends? Who is your family? What um, mediums of media do you digest on a daily basis? Do you read books? And if so, which ones? Your circle of influence creates so much more of your perception and perspective of the world than you even realize. Yeah. And that's why I asked about your weekend, aside from the fact I'm a stand-up husband. Who cares? Because <laughs> I am, and I do. I knew you were going to talk about you volunteering and you going down there to make an impact. Um, and that's part of the whole circle of influence factor. So talk us through that. You one. know, so it's real. first of all, I'm quite sure that I'm going to be able to take this weekend and pull it into all the examples, oh, which sure. is always awesome always. when that happens. Cause I love, love the real life in the moment examples of this just happened. And I think it demonstrates our continual um, stepping into what we teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really interesting that you're starting with circle of influence. But number one, I completely agree. Not only do I agree from the standpoint of the power of influence from a, what I know to be true, but if we look at you know Maslow's hierarchy of self-actualization, mm-hmm. belonging. Yes. And you know, that sense of safe, belonging. Safety and inclusion. And, and, right? It's yep. so important. It's so naturally important. So just this morning, I was um, 
I was getting ready to come home and I, I got overwhelmed with this, like this unbelievable emotion of gratitude. Mm. And I, I kind of examined it for a few minutes. And I was like, what was I, what was I feeling? Cause I, there's two as two prongs of circle of influence from this weekend that I want to just briefly touch on. Mm -hmm. The first one was what I was feeling this morning. And it was really in relation to my team that I compete with, right? There's a team of, you know, women and one man, um, that all step on set. We're 20 people, mm -hmm. right? And and I was I was talking about this last night with my coach and how they have fostered such a sense of family and belonging. And I realized this morning for myself, you know, I've been in this fitness game for a long time as as a as an athlete, right? But and I've had amazing supporters, right? Like you're my you you're my greatest support, my greatest fan. Yeah, I have yeah. amazing coaches, but I've never had partners in what I'm doing. Sure. Right. I've yeah. never had that. And I recognize that those, those women, that team, that collective of people moving on the journey with me towards something, even though I haven't stepped on that stage yet, mm -hmm. I realized how much they are feeders to my vision and my goals. Yeah. And the more I stay connected to them, the more that expands. Well, I mean, that's exactly it. And I, I can give a personal example myself, like powerlifting is a lonely sport right? It's a lonely sport. By and large, you train by yourself. Uh, and, and that's something because powerlifting is not picking up 10 pound dumbbells and doing, you know, 50 lateral raises. No disrespect in that. It's a perfectly challenging thing to do. But powerlifting is trying to pick 600 pounds up off the ground once. Mm -hmm. It's putting 600 pounds on your back and willingly squatting down. Yeah. So there's a, there's a level of courage. There's a level of intensity that has to be met to overcome that kind of obstacle mm -hmm. and you do it alone by and large. I mean, yeah, there are people have training partners and teams sometimes, but by and large, most powerlifters train alone. For me, it's my coach. It's my coach, Craig, which oddly I've never met. I've never met Craig O'Connell. Right. He lives in Canada, well North of where we are in Miami, where it's very cold, where it's very cold. He, you know, he, he's, he's in the great white North, the tundra, and we're sitting pretty down here, you know, the heat and the humidity. Oh my, my. But we've never met. And yet every single day I train. And by the way, my training program is produced by him. He, he messages it down to me. I simply do what he tells me to do. I videotape my workouts and I send them to him. Mm -hmm. And every single day I do that, rest assured, he sends me a video back mm -hmm. of all the things he liked, what he, what he saw that he thought was fantastic, things he wants me to work on, things he wants me to change or look at differently. But the whole point I'm raising this for is that how do you make it in life? You surround yourself with people right. who are ambitious and willing to go the mile with you. Mm -hmm. That is the number one factor as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And look, I know there's a lot of slam students listening right now. It's not the easiest thing in the entire world. I'm not suggesting it is. Mm -hmm. That maybe your three or four closest friends are knuckleheads. No disrespect. But they don't care about school. They're disrespectful to teachers. Right. They're insincere. They're immature in the way they conduct themselves. They, they're perfectly fine and wonderful people, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But if you have goals for your life and that's who you choose as the most immediate influence in your life, I'm telling you right now, the more you choose that, the more you're going to start behaving like it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got exactly two choices. They've got excuses or they've got decisions the other way right that's it you're going to make an excuse for why you're not doing your homework you're going to make an excuse for why you're being disrespectful you're going to make an excuse for why you're not training as hard as you can or you're going to be disciplined to do those things 
but who you have around you is a is a game changer. Totally. Can I, I mean, totally. Number one. Totally. I okay. I can I take that and just kind of go different ways with it. Yes. Before um, you do, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, say hi. We see you out there. And a shout out to all the Slam students listening yes. right now. Um, okay. So the first thing I want to say is that I believe firmly that if everybody or everything inside your circle of influence is not elevating you, they don't belong there. Well said. Like, I, and, I, and I know that that sounds blunt, right? And you might be thinking, wait a second, like, but so-and-so this, like, I have to be friends with this person. I have to, I, I firmly believe if someone is not elevating you and you know what, somebody can elevate you through challenge, Sure. right? Like you can have challenging relate. That doesn't mean that things are like roses, mm -hmm. but if someone can challenge you through struggle, but is somebody really adding to your life and forcing you to elevate and climb to the next level? That's the first thing. I want to kind of just drag this in for one second to the other side of the circulate, uh, circle of influence I want to talk about, because not only did I have my team this weekend, but I immersed myself into the experience of being with the WBFF this mm. weekend. I put my hand up and said, let me help, right? And, and I'm going to tell you why I did that because I have a vision and I have a connection to the WBFF and I haven't stepped on that stage yet, but I have internally already claimed the WBFF Federation as my home. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's a way for me to immerse myself deeper into what I want and what I want to experience and what I'm going after. And the more I surround myself with that, the more I keep my vision alive yeah. and the more I pursue it, which kind of brings me to like, I, as you were talking, I was listening to you and I was, which is a good thing, right? As opposed well, to not listening I'm glad you're to listening. you. Yes. Um, I was listening and I was processing and I, I, I kind of like narrowed it down to like these three, what I would consider points around the circle of influence that are, I would consider like action steps kind of practical. Sure. Number one, choose wisely. Yeah. Choose your circle of influence wisely. That's number one. Number two, don't be passive, take action. Mm -hmm. Don't wait for people to come to you. Don't wait for experiences. Don't wait for anything. Go after it. I put my hand up. I stepped into the team. I go to all the team things. I don't wait for someone to deliver that to me. Or, to, or, for, or for them to invite you. Exactly. Yeah. And then number three, I think this one's actually more important than people realize, demonstrate gratitude for what you have. Mm. Because I think when you find a good circle of influence, you need to demonstrate the depth of that appreciation to those people or those things. I agree. I mean, I hear you do it all the time with Craig, for example. Absolutely. You, when you demonstrate that gratitude, what you end up doing is you end up amplifying the depth of that, that connection. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that it just feeds it even more. Can I add one to your list of three? Yeah, we'll make it four. Actually, you know what? It's not even an ad. It's an adjunct. Go for it. It's an adjunct to number one, because what was your number one specifically? You choose said wisely. choose wisely. So here's the adjunct to that. Yeah. You also should stop lying to yourself that you don't have a choice. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that one's a big one. Yeah. Huge. Because the number of times we talk about circle of influence and people say, yeah, but this is where my parents are. And that's where I live because I'm 17 years old. Yeah, but this is the neighborhood I'm from. And this is the way people are. Yeah, but... These are my three best friends and we've been best friends since we were four years old. Great, understood. One of the biggest challenges that successful people just seem to get and people who are determined to not be successful don't get is this, everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a history. Everybody's got a neighborhood. Everybody's got parents. Everybody's got friends who don't necessarily serve them. Everybody's got a history and an experience and a time of their life that wasn't optimal. Yeah. Everybody's got the same yeah, but. Totally. 
So let me go back to what I said. Use it as an excuse or do something about it. Right. Can, That's it. That's all. Can I, I'm going to add a tweak of practicality to that for people who might be the 16 year olds who, for example, have the parents that they don't view as a good circle of influence, sure. right? Yeah. If you're in a situation where you can't immediately ship those things, right? Like you, maybe you can't, you can't leave home, right? For example, it practically speaking, counterbalance the negative influence with even more positive ones. Yeah. Right. Like build, like, you know, I know people, for example, who are in abusive relationships yep. and maybe like for real life circumstances, can't step out of that right away. Understood. Right. If that's the case, don't victimize yourself actively and purposely amplify the other circle of influence of the people who are serving yeah. you, because before you know it, that will actually shift you into stepping out. I mean, that's spot on. And it, it's a tough word to say in 2020, especially in 2020. It's a tough word to say victim. Yeah, no. I, because look at some people are victims, yeah. right? But there, it's almost like there's a difference in the word victim being used as a, an adjective versus a verb. Right. Does that make sense? If you are, for example, a, a domestically abused person, mm -hmm. the adjective, you are a victim. Yes. You are a victim of domestic abuse. It's when you start acting, thinking, and behaving like one, you make that word a verb. Right. And now you become that label. And that's when things get sticky. Right. Yeah. I mean, and no one's suggesting you're not a victim of domestic abuse right. by any stretch, nor is anyone suggesting it's your fault right. by any stretch. I would also like the world to be placid and peaceful and relaxed and not have idiots. We don't live in that world. So we're going to have to step up even if things aren't necessarily going the way we want them to. And you know, let me speak to that one very personally because I've been in that situation. You, yes, you have. Um, so I, I think I, that's why I generate so much, pardon me for interrupting, but so much uh, certainty when I talk like that. Right. You, you know, because you and I both have a history. Yeah of being in abusive relationships. Right. So, uh, and yes, that includes me for everyone who's listening and uncertain. So just quickly, because Frank gave us the twirly world. The twirly um, world. I was, I was absolutely a victim of abuse, but I, ref I refused to allow myself to be victimized by it because I, yeah. I had given enough of my power away when I realized it was time to change. For the record, I was a victim of abuse. And for a long time, I allowed myself to be victimized mm -hmm. by it. Right. That's how so, we learn. That's how we learn. All right. This has been a barn burner. And it's only the first third. Two more. I'm so quarter. excited. You are listening to Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Carrie on the Historic Slam Radio Series XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Series XM 145 Slam Radio. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really 
That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the eagle. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much. And it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. All right, I think all the levels are set. Showtime. Now, You're listening to Eliminate Your Limits, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Oh, I saw, I saw the wave in. I saw the wave in. The wave in is hot. There it is again. I have a funny thing to say after. Man, you on Facebook Live, on Periscope Live, and on, uh, I think we're on YouTube Live as well, and on radio, you cannot see how hot Frank the Tank looks when he waves us in. I'm Sexy. telling you, I'm telling you, man. Also, <laughs> Tank, this one's for you. I'm going to, at one point, drop Feliz Navidad in this segment, which means we're going to try and test you to see if you can make that be our music when we come back oh in for gosh. segment three. <laughs> yeah, Frankie says yes. Oh, jeez. I was going to say something funny. What was I going to say? You sounded like you're from North Dakota. Oh, no. That's what I was going to say. You just reminded me. I think Frank was going to say something. Are you talking to us? We can't hear you. Oh, no, he's not. He's doing his... I don't know what he's doing. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so has anybody ever experienced this, the, the, the osmosis effect that like of our talking about influence, right? How yeah. we become osmotically things around us. Yeah. So most of the people on my team are either Spanish or Brazilian. Okay. Right? And they all have that, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Like that Spanish, the, I don't even know what it's called. 
but I come home after being with them for like three days and I can hear it in my own. Oh, I can hear it. Too. I can hear the like Spanish, like, what are you talking about? Like the way that like people say things, you know? You said Spanish or Brazilian. Yeah. Right. Um, one of my favorite things in the entire world when you're talking to people who are not from Florida, because there's a lot of Brazilians here. Yeah. So it's not true for everybody, but it's just, it's been a truism I've seen. Yeah. Did I do something? No, you, you, okay. nothing wrong. It's just gen generally speaking. I hear people say to me, oh, you live in Florida. Do you speak Brazilian yet? Really? It's not a language, wow. just for the record. But it's just they funny. speak they speak Portuguese though. It's I, I'm hearing it in my voice as I'm talking. Like I, I can hear. Oh, the, I can hear it. You got your Latina on. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Listen, um, on the cusp of segment number one, circle of influence, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. <laughs> then, then You're gonna put me on the hot. Then I put myself on the hot seat, but uh, no lip service. This is for the kids. Okay. We're doing this one for the slam kids right now who are listening. All right. I don't even know where I'm going. Don't look at my notes. I'm not. So no lip service. You're going to answer first though. Okay. Okay. Who in your life has been your greatest circle of influence and why? It's a good question, huh? My greatest circle of influence. Yes. The greatest impact on you influentially. Everything we talked about in segment one. Okay. This might be like a, a, a roundabout, okay? Okay, you got like 10 my, seconds. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> my answer is going to be myself. Good, I like that. Um, because ultimately, where, like, because I really, like, you know, I could have defaulted and said you. I that would have been said, service. You know, I could have said my, my, my parents, right? All the basics. But really and truly, if I really think about it from the deeper length, the deeper standpoint of it, I am the center point of my circle of influence and my choices on who I choose to have around me, elevate me, who I am, when I'm victimized, when I'm not, the different, the different masks I've worn over my lifetime of different people. Um, my mindset that I choose and how I step into this world is my ultimate circle of influence. Well done. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. What my, about you? My answer? You. Oh, Carrie Campbell, my wife, has been my best circle of influence. Your um, your descendant, directly descendant from Vikings. There you go. And it shows. You're absolutely nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. This is why your nickname for me for the last 11 years has been, has been the honey badger. Because you're four foot 11, 100, I don't know, two pounds. I don't know what you are. You're just tiny in general but you're nuts, absolutely nuts. And I've never in my entire life met someone so committed to achieving what they want, irrespective of how long it's gonna take or what the odds are against them. I've never seen firsthand anyone like that before. And it's osmotically in, in, in intensified me. I'm running on three hours of sleep, you're gonna make me cry. Well, no one can see your tears on the radio. That's very sweet. Let's move on from talking about me now. All right. <laughs> Okay, listen. Because I know you're going somewhere. How do you make it in life, right? Number one is mind your circle of influence. Don't placate to this nonsense that you have no choice. Everyone's got a history. Everyone's got people. Everyone's got things. Boo-hoo. Make choices and recognize that the people you surround yourself with will be a reflection of who you are and what you achieve. There's number one. Number two, be adaptable. Yeah, baby. That is our second, that for me, that is the second, it's not the second most important, it's equally important, but it's the second factor related to how do you make it, mm -hmm. okay? I don't know if anyone can tell, I've got my saucy pants on today. 
I've got my sandpaper pants on. I've never even heard that. What does that even mean? That's like sandpaper. you in Tupperware. I got my sandpaper pants on. That means like, I'm not pulling my punches today. I'm not even trying to be diplomatic. I'm just saying, look, everyone's had some toughness and some challenges in their life. Boo hoo. Do you really want to have a competition of who's had it worse? Is that what you want to do? It doesn't get us anywhere. You want to have a competition of who's had it worse. Therefore, we can all vault for the Olympic gold medal of worst history. Yeah, and still be in the same place as you were. And still be in the same place. Exactly. Right. So I've got my sandpaper pants on and that I'm not, I'm not BSing today. I'm not being diplomatic. I'm not being, I would tell you, know, I'm just saying it the way it is. Okay. What are you laughing at? I think it's everybody listening right now who is knows you. It's like, how is that yeah. different from every other day? Not, I'm, I'm confused. Not so much sandpaper pants, just the way you are. I, I'm with, listen, but I don't want to be mistaken for people who don't know me or us well. I'm madly, I have mad empathy for people. Of course, you just I believe, I believe the world should be full <clears throat> of rainbows and puppy farts and candy and everything else that's nice. I do. I really believe that when there's sincere injustice in the world, what are you laughing at? I'm sorry, puppy farts. Yes! Where in the world are puppy farts good? They're they so smell. good. Sorry, I am so sorry. Okay, keep going. I'm no, sorry. listen, I, when there's sincere injustice, everybody should yeah. mount up to fix it. We belong in this together. I believe in all of that, and I have crazy empathy for people. But my brand of leadership is, look at we are going to cry in each other's blankets or we're going to do something about it. 100%. Okay. I could go off on rails about my life and my challenges. So could you, so could anybody. It would have gotten us nowhere. And it, when we did that, it got us nowhere. Exactly. Well said, <laughs> which is why adaptability. I'm just going to say it plainly and with my sandpaper pants on and fastened. I'm even wearing suspenders with them. Yeah. Okay. 2020, get over it. And I mean that in the most sincere and believe it or not, like I'm, I am being compassionate and having empathy for it all. Not everybody has had the same challenges. Mm -hmm. We are very fortunate. We are very privileged and we do not take that for granted, nor do we slight over it by any stretch. Right. But also we also don't broadcast everything we do on a regular basis mm -hmm. to help out those who are not as fortunate as us. Right, of course. Okay? So let me just put, not why we do it. put that in the bank for a second, mm -hmm. okay? But here's the thing. You're going to adapt or you're not. Mm -hmm. and, and like, you can hate me for the words, but that is the law of nature. Yeah. You adapt or you die. Yeah. That's it. Those are your choices. Mm -hmm. And make no mistake, their choices, yeah, right? And that's not to say everybody's in the same boat in 2020. Mm -hmm. Some people have lost loved ones. Some people are destitute financially. Some people aren't eating. I'm not immune to all of that, but we have to make choices. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, virtually every single study I've consulted in the last 20 years shows the exact same virtue, that adaptability is one of the top three most important factors to succeed. Here's another way of looking at it. I just want, I want to put this into perspective for a second, because honestly, what I'm about to say goes into our third factor in the next segment perfectly. You know what the other truth is of the world recently? We've had it pretty cush for a while. There's no, been no economic downturns in over 12 years. There's been no much of anything bad 
I mean, minus the normal world bad stuff, which is real. But we've had a pretty smooth decade. The problem with life is that nothing stays smooth forever. Right. So adaptive, like, what can you do to move the right direction immediately? Mm -hmm. That is a huge factor for how you make it in life. Because if you think life is going to always be in your favor, well, you are sorely mistaken. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come back to bite you big time. Totally. You know, so gosh, there's so much I can say about this. And I was actually, I picked up my phone there for a second because I was looking for a quote that I found early on in, in, in COVID. And I can't remember the exact quote, but it was all about adapting to win. Yep. And um, it, it kind of, be, it, it be, became the mantra that I adopted inside of all the groups that I coach. Let's adapt to win. Because if we're not adapting to win, we're, we're losing, right? And we have a choice to go either way. Um, but you know, let me, I'm gonna tell a story real quick and then I'm gonna say this, okay? Because I think that a lot of people right now maybe could be listening, having had really bad years, sure. really, right? Yes. And they, you might, and, and I'm gonna say this uh, gently, you might be finding yourself going, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but Brian, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this, yeah, but that, right? So I, I actually want to tell like, a bit, I lost my business. Yeah, but this, that's right? Tragic. And I'm not saying that that's not tough, of right? Course. At all. Like, I mean, who, who in their right mind would say that, right? But I had this like really interesting experience that was so amazing for me a couple of weeks ago. Um, obviously, most, some people know that we, get, we got rid of our car. We don't have a car. So we use Correct. Ubers, right? Yep. And so I, I was waiting for my- This is a great story, I by was the right, way. Perfect I was, I, was, I was waiting for my, my Uber and, and this Uber driver pulls up and she gets out of the car and she was like, she was so like gregarious. She's like, you're my third Uber client ever. And I was like, oh, well, congratulations to me, right? And we got in the car and we started talking and, and, the, and we had this whole conversation in the five minutes from where I was to get home. So, and it was such a powerful story. She owned um, a sports bar in Hollywood beach that had like, I mean, for like 20 years, mm-hmm. best chicken wings in all of Florida, like, like really like great stuff. She has a daughter who has four kids mm-hmm. and she, she was supporting these four kids. Well, COVID caused her bar to go under yep. and she had a close up shop. And so she was dry. She told me her whole story that she, she closed up shop. She got rid of her apartment that she was living in. That was a more expensive apartment rented um a building or i guess like a, a, a restaurant that had like a storefront that had just a kitchen yep. and but a little apartment in back of it she was living in like a plush condo moved into this back back room apartment in the, with a kitchen in the front she started doing uber as herself to make extra money yep. and she started producing chicken wings sure her staff built chicken made chicken wings and they do that by uber delivery um as a way to adapt to keep making money to keep sure. thriving under the circumstances. And like, I'm, I'm shortcutting the story, but it was so powerful. Like yes. I was like, cause I, I even came home and I was like, I was trying to give her like a hundred dollar tip and Uber cat doesn't let you do that. Which I don't get. Which is silly. I actually figured out why. Anyways, doesn't matter right anyways now. my point being is that like, that is what adapting to win yes. is, right? So if you're sitting there right now, cause I'm going to come back to the yeah, but if you're sitting there right now going, yeah, but yeah, but mm-hmm. Just give yourself the moment to stop and say, what can I start seeking? Yes. And that's all. Who can I reach out to? Who can I talk to? How can I step out of this and make small adjustments of adapting to win every day? The most important and non-surprising part of that story 
was that she owned a restaurant that was the best in Florida chicken wings for 20 years. Because clearly this person is just built for success. Right. Which means when hard times hit, she adapts. Exactly. That's what successful people do. Right. Can I tell a story? Of course. I'm going to tell a story also. That's going to round out this segment and maybe this will open the eyes for everybody. Thank What's you. so funny? Claire just got the quote for me. Adapt to win, not to cope. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Which is a great quote, by the way. Okay. Now here it is. You ready? This is my problem with 2020 and the way people are carrying on. No disrespect if you're one of them, but maybe this, maybe this is something you're going to hear and you're like, okay, well, wait a second. Maybe Carrie and Brian are on something here. Okay. Social distancing has been a huge challenge. I'm not debating that. I'm lucky. I live with my wife. I live with my two kids. I don't like anyone else enough to want to hang out with them anyways. That's perfect. Right. For, but being alone, tragic, right? The internet has made being alone a virtual impossibility if you want to do something about it. Zoom, Skype, um, join groups. A million things are at your disposal for anybody who wants to be resourceful and adaptable. Okay? That's number one. Number two, you've fallen on hard times financially. When else in human history has there been opportunities like um, I'm going to be an Uber driver? Right. ever presented themselves totally. how about the world wide web if you did one google search that said how do i make money online you're going to come up with a trillion websites that teach you for free how to make money online when has that ever been allowed in human history yeah. well not allowed but when's it been available right. so i'm not debating the loneliness i'm not debating the heartache i'm not debating the financial challenge I'm debating what you're doing with it right. because you have opportunities that have never existed in the history of humankind. And, and we, oh, but sorry. here's my point. Okay. Let's, when I said, remember I said like five minutes ago, it's been a cushy 10 years. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anyone objected. No, no, BGs. But okay. Well, let's go back a few more than just 10 years. Cause my dad has the same story that virtually every boomer has. Okay, really, my dad is from Italy. He grew up in the middle of the Great Depression and then subsequently World War II in a hostile country, the farmlands of Italy, where Allied planes used to bomb every other day. He's got a great story of how a bomb exploded from a plane 30 feet away from him and threw him 20 feet into a church door. His dad was conscripted into the army, went and served for four years, presumed dead. My father at 11 years old became the head of the household because he was the oldest guy. Why was he the oldest guy? Because his three older siblings were all killed in World War II. Turns out my grandfather didn't die. He was just a prisoner of war. He came back, shocked everybody. Oh, by the way, I'm still alive. Two weeks later, my father at 17 flies to Canada where he does not speak English or French because there's nothing left in Italy. And because he was the oldest, his family sent him across the world to make money so that he could eventually bring them over. At 17, he held down a construction job and went to night school, yes, at night to learn English. Three years later, he finally had enough money to fly over his parents and his younger siblings. That was life in the 1940s and 50s mm -hmm. for virtually my dad is not alone i probably just told your parents story mm -hmm. you can drive an uber yeah 
You can go on to Google and figure out how to sell things on eBay, how to be an affiliate marketer. There's about 40,000 ways to make money online and no skill is needed. Mm -hmm. My point, adapt. Totally. Because this has been the cakest, cakiest walk time of human history. And you know what troubles me about 2020? I'm starting to wonder about humankind and just how soft we are. Mm. Honestly, this has been, I've been lucky. This has been no biggie for me. For some people it's been tragic and I respect that, but more tragic than what my father went through? Mm more tragic than I guarantee what your parents went through. Yeah. How soft have we become that we literally can't just adapt and keep moving forward. Those are sandpaper pants. Yes. Yeah. Those are sandpaper pants. Too harsh. No, not at all. You know, too harsh. Frankie. You know what I was thinking? No, he was Frankie not. Says no. You know what I was thinking yeah. as you were, so I, you know, for those, I mean, for those of you who don't know who are listening to us, who are part of slam, you know, slam radio, which is the first and only radio show historically in history run by high school students i know i tried um but slam schools founded by the musician pitbull right mr 305 i was i was playing as you were talking like this is one of the reasons i love our show here and our red like how we're connected with slam because of of what pitbull stands for so much what we stand for right yes one of his one of the things that he always says is like you know there's no failure only learning there's no problems only solutions and like those are such easy words to say but there's so much depth to them and truth and, and everything that you just said for me, like kind of was like encapsulated in those, those words, right? Yeah. Like read beyond the quote, take it, listen to it and, and, and marry it together with some depth of thought for yourself yep. to recognize that you can create change because, you know, I've had clients that I've worked with in the past who are like, yeah, but you don't get it. And they'll, and, and I always play this game, like give me one reason why it's not going to work. And I'm going to tell you five different options for how you can make it. Work. I agree with there that. There are always options, yeah. right? Yeah, you're absolutely and, right. And yes. for me, I think that there might be people who are sitting there who like, I'm going to, and I, and I believe this who genuinely might not know how to adapt. Absolutely right? agree. It's not a skill set. Yep. It's not a practice. Reach out. Yes. Talk to someone. It, talk to anyone. It goes back to circle of influence. 100%. These compound. And by the way, like my biggest thing is I worry that humankind is literally becoming the kind of entity that is just waiting to be bailed out. Yeah. is just waiting for someone to make it fair mm. as opposed to recognizing that's never the way it's going to work. Be your own guarantee. Be your own, be your own guarantee. That was pretty. Let me tell you something. Frankie says we got to go, but we'll be back. How do you not want to stay for this? Eliminate limits with Brian and Carrie on the historic Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always gonna see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really. That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, and a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat. YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. All right, I think all the levels are set. Showtime. Now, right now. You're listening to Eliminate Your Limits, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yeah, he tried. He tried to make it Feliz Navidad. I know he did. I, I saw. I'm going to throw my boss under the bus here for once because I had everything set, ready to go, and he started discussing some station stuff with me, so we'll keep it very candid. And then all of a sudden, I looked up. I'm like, oh, no, the break. Oh, no, the song's not ready. Oh, no. And then it didn't work out. That's okay. You know what, Frankie? I didn't even reference Feliz Navidad in the last segment. It's all good. Is anybody else listening to the Christmas um, Carol channel on Are you the kidding? radio? I have been all Christmas all the time since Thanksgiving. I'm, I was before. Ready? Let's... But let me add this. In the break, in the break, right? No one heard this, obviously, except for the people who are listening live or watching live on Facebook and Periscope and YouTube. So no, none of the radio audience. We had a quick conversation with Frankie about 
kids. And I made that reference point that I actually, this is part of the problem I do. I think that parents are trying so hard to make life so easy for kids, mm -hmm. removing obstacles, removing challenges. And this is the generation you get yeah. that, that complain about everything mm -hmm. and nothing's ever right. And they're not adaptable. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? I'll, I'll even throw myself into this one. I don't know. How would I, would I have been able to do what my dad did? Right. I mean, maybe, but. I don't like really that's some that's a generation of tough men and women you know tough and adaptable you and i often talk about well maybe not often but we've talked about many times over the years like this whole notion of this like almost like some people seem to have this like x factor yeah that they're able just to like succeed through all all experiences like yes. that for example right and, and I believe that that is- the I case. think most people's parents in our generation. I, I do believe that there is a certain, I don't know what, I, it's an X factor, mm -hmm. right? I haven't been able to disseminate what it is. But I all, that said, and I think sometimes people will actually use that as another way to victimize themselves. Uh -huh. Like, oh yeah, but so-and-so is just like that. Or, you know, that's yeah. not me. That's not my personality. I, I firmly believe that everything in life is a skill that we can acquire. Of course. A hundred percent. And we can look at adaptability as a skill. A practice but if you're not actively practicing it you're not going to get better you don't get better at what you don't practice yeah you know i think i think and let me just add because in neurology it's you get better at exactly what you practice right which is why i kind of right so no no because yeah. what you said was spot on accurate it's just it's a different phrasing right. of it what you practice is what you get better at right. period the more you practice being a victim the better, the better you, you get the, the deeper a victim you come exactly the more you practice complaining etc etc you know we've had this conversation over the years you and i about this whole x factor to success some people just seem to have it yeah and some people don't mm -hmm. and i wonder if these three factors are actually part of that quote-unquote x factor i think successful people just naturally are inclined right to, to proactively gravitate towards the people who are ambitiously pursuing. Mm -hmm. I think naturally successful people are just very inherently adaptable or they've learned to be adaptable. Right. And that brings me to the last one. Oh, what okay? is it? And it's great timing because you referenced Pitbull. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm not a quote guy. More often than not, I can't stand quotes. Mm -hmm. I can't stand them because absolutely everybody on the planet has a litany of quotes in their back pocket that they can say, but they don't live by. I know which one you're going to go with. And it drives me crazy. And you're smiling because you know which one I'm going to go with and you know I'm going to say it wrong. And too. then I'm going to say it in Spanish because I practiced it. In yes, you're going to impress the goat who's sitting there in the studio right now. What is now. it? What is it? I think this is one of the best quotes I've ever heard in my entire life. I hope I get it right. You ready? Yeah. This is for you, Mr. 305. Okay. Short steps, long vision. Oh, yes. Touchdown. Passo, corto, vista larga. Short one? steps, long vision. Pitt says that. And I love it when he does. Because it is the third and final factor to success. Mm. You've got to have a long game mentality. Yeah. And let me tell you something. The world as it is right now is doing us no favors on promoting a long game mentality. People want to be TikTok famous tomorrow. Yeah. People want to have a million followers on Instagram next week. Yeah. People want to be millionaires because they put videos on YouTube, you know, by this time next year. Mm -hmm. People want immediate results in ways that humankind have never wanted them before. Look at totally. immediate results have, have been a plague of humanity for, I would guess, 30 or 40 years, mm -hmm. but nothing 
and I mean nothing like it is right now. Mm -hmm. And let me add one thing to that. And it goes back to last segment on adaptability, okay? So I'm gonna give you my opinion. I'm not giving you scientific facts. I'm giving you my opinion, mm -hmm. okay? In many ways, COVID to me, and this is not true in 100% of the circumstances, I'm well aware that there are, there are outliers, mm -hmm. but they're called outliers for a reason, meaning they don't represent the norm. Okay. COVID to me, and I say this, I say it to entrepreneurs all the time. And now I'm saying it more generally to people in their health. Mm -hmm. In terms of business, COVID did not cause your business failings. Mm -hmm. COVID revealed problems that were already there. Totally. If you don't have working capital mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, as a business owner to extend you, through six to eight months of operations without making a dime, then you probably did not manage your finances well. Yep. And I just said, let me tell you, that's most entrepreneurs. Right. But here's the other thing. Do I think COVID is real? Yeah, I think it's real. Do I think it's a potentially deadly virus? Yeah, I think it's a potentially deadly virus. Do I think that COVID is killing people or it's revealing ill health that too many people already had? That's what I think. Yeah. I think that this is a virus that is, is really hitting people who aren't immune strong, mm -hmm. which in some cases is very uh, genetic or it's circumstantial or it's unfortunate, but in some cases it's been a litany of years of choices. Yeah. Okay, now that doesn't feel good to a lot of people, but it brings about the last point. Everything is a long game. Mm -hmm. 2020, a calendar year. We can't get through a calendar year with challenges to social distancing. We can't get through a calendar year without realizing that all we have to do is go into Google and learn how to make money in a supplementary way and just practice the art of doing it. Long game mentality. Take short steps every day. Exercise. Eat your vegetables. Move. It's not even complex. Mm -hmm. You put that kind of stuff in the bank every single day. The odds are, minus the outliers, something like COVID's not going to get you. Right. The problem is what we've been putting in the bank the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, so if you were with us at the top of the, the show, we were talking about um, how, the things we're talking about is how to make it in life, right? Yes. And so my brain went all over the place with different things as you were talking and i'm actually gonna i don't know how much time we have left but i'm just gonna kind of start here when we talk about the definition of what making it really means right like i think everybody has a different idea of what what does it mean to make it i would put the word um i would for me making it is about sustaining it that for Good me awesome, that. that is that and what it's funny because that's what i'm gonna like you know it, apparently today's the day of like Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide quotes. I don't know it's why. It's like pit, there, it's yeah. pit day. Um, maybe it's because I was downtown Miami all weekend. But, you know, he, at the, the top of our show, sometimes that quote comes up. Uh, it's not about making it. It's about maintaining it. Yep. Su sustainability for me is success. Yeah. Right. Because what you don't recognize is that, you know, and I, I'm going to use my fitness as an example. Right. I, I posted something a couple days ago. Is this ago. the pictures? 
It's yeah. actually a lot. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Those two pictures you posted are a lot of what spurred really? this one. I posted because it's so dramatic. It, it, it is. I posted, and obviously you don't have visuals here, everybody. You, if you want to see it, you can go pop over to Facebook. I don't even know where it is, but anyways, um, I posted a picture of a side by side of myself and my. I'm a, a physique athlete. For those of you who don't know, it was. It's a ten year difference, and the difference in my body from ten years ago to now is like astronomical right it really is and and like number one you know i could have lost all kind all kinds of weight i could have done different things quickly you can do things quickly right you can lose what you can go on a fad diet you can go on a some sort of facebook sale and make all kinds of money but like that's a momentary pause in time right sustainability is really where effortlessness in life comes from in my opinion and so when you play the long game and you're just working consistently towards something you end up establishing this effortless sustainability and you end up like your your results and your reward are so much bigger they are if you if you just play that long game i like the double i like the double whammy that we're coming at this from because i think your commentary on sustainability is really important to the conversation mm-hmm. um my take on the whole long game mentality is a little different i mean not not um like we're not disagreeing we're just point. kind it's of we're saying it in different ways but adding yeah exactly it's a side point for me it's like I intend to win the world championships of powerlifting. I don't intend to do it before 2027 because it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes discipline. It takes a simple focus consistently. Right. And that's all it ever takes and, is sorry. simple things being done on a consistent basis. Totally. And when you wrap your mind around that and you just execute it, you're going to literally be shocked in one year yeah. with how far you've come. And here's the point that I'm, I always make here, right? I always make this point because here's the thing. Human nature, we, we are naturally designed to want to pursue. We're going to keep pursuing anyways. You're going to, if you try to rush it, you're just going to get to that point and want to create something new anyways. Exactly. Sink into the long game because life is long. It is. Build and build and build forever. People who say life is short are just bored. Yeah, I mean, I'm convinced. It, life is 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 impermanent. You don't know what's going to oh, happen, awesome. when it's going to happen. So if it's impermanent, just step into the journey every day. Let me tell you something. This was all about the three factors for how you make it. Right? Have a good circle of influence. Be adaptable. And play the long game. This was my favorite shows ever. Frankie's winding us out. This has been great. Thank you so much for joining us. Eliminate the limits with Brian and Carrie on the historic Slam Radio Series XM 145. The views and opinions expressed on Eliminate Your Limits are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.